Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live, it is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Yo, what's up? This is Kevin Rudolph. You're listening to buzzworthyradio.net. Check out my single, Let It Rock, and check out my album, In the City and Stores Now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Buzzworthy Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. I'm the Bell J. Lee. It's 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, here, right now, on your computer, on through your speakers, through your telephone, what have you, however you're listening to the show. It's great. You know, as long as you're here, kicking it with all of us over here. This is our second show of the day. We had one at 10.30 this morning with Dr. Rock. Hello. Uh, this is me messing up on live radio, people. It happens. It's just, it's just like it just it, you try to say a name and then it just goes, blah, blah, blah. it just comes right out. There you go. Dr. Rob H. Heisinger. There we go. I got it right. I told you. I'm going to practice how to say his last name. Rob Heisinger was joining us this morning. He joined us this morning, and we talked about the uh, the health score system. But right now, let me let me let me introduce you. I've never really done an intro before, so I'm going to do an intro for her right now. <laughs> she danced her way into our hearts as the girl in not one, not two, but three Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott videos. She starred as Max, had a recurring role on the Disney Channel original series, The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. She's also been featured in the Camp Rock musical on Disney Channel and is also going to be featured in Camp Rock 2, but she can also right now be heard as the voice of Isabella. What you doing is the catchphrase that she coined on Disney Channel's original cartoon series, Phineas and Ferb, Allison Stoner is with us right now. How are you? Hello. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. How did I do? How did I do with that? That was amazing. I'm very impressed. <laughs> you just delivered my entire resume in less than a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I was like I, I gotta I was like, let me kick out let me kick out an intro for her and let me throw in her Isabella catchphrase while I'm at it. Let me see if I can yeah. work that in there, and I guess I did. I guess I did. I need to practice. You're going to take my job from me. I'm actually recording Fitness and Ferb uh, later today, so <laughs> thanks for the inspiration. I, <laughs> I don't think I can wind up taking your job from you. I don't think anybody can do what you're doing <laughs> but you. Come on. Oh, well, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> do it before I get into my questions. you gotta do. You got to do it. Go ahead. What you doing? There it is. There it, there it is. is. I love it. There it is. I love mm-hmm. it. Thank you. So you got a single that is actually being uh, was actually released today, actually. Yes. Yes, it's called Flying Forward, available on iTunes. You gotta check it out. All right. What well, is there a special meaning behind the song, actually? Yeah, I uh, I wrote Flying Forward as I was taking the first steps out of a difficult season personally, um, and I made the decision that. I would have faith and hope for my future, and I couldn't continue walking in defeat and depression. So um, flying forward is sort of about proclaiming victory over a trial or a challenge you're facing, and I think everyone in the ro- world can relate in some way, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I can relate mm-hmm. to it, absolutely. I mean, oh, good. Just, just, by, just by how you're describing it, it pretty much this 
summed up my high school experience in less than 30 seconds. Well, there you go. So you can overcome, and this song will help encourage you. I think so. You know, I mean, it, it, again, it doesn't speak to just, like, one person. It doesn't speak to, like, two people. It speaks to, like, hundreds and not thousands hundreds of thousands of people with the meaning of that song simply because everybody's been there. If they haven't been there, they're going through it right now. Right, exactly. Just Mm -hmm. don't think that you're just, that's pretty much it. This is where you are right now. This is going to be it for you for the rest of your life. There is going to be something that's going to come your way that is going to overcome those obstacles in your life. I mean, I can pretty much say that with this show right now. I never thought I would have this, but something just came and here it is and you know, so yeah. I like I like that. I like the meaning of that song. That's great. Well, thank you. Yes, I felt that it could reach my audience, and actually the message kind of spans over every demographic, so that's why we chose to have it as the first single. Um, and then mm-hmm. my next songs that I'll be releasing have usually a more specific um, storyline, but I want everything to be authentic. I want it to have integrity and passion and soul, and I really want to reach the heart of those who listen. You know, if you're lost or you're hurting or you're confused, I want to call you into a place of truth and understanding and hope. You know, music's really powerful, yeah. and I want to use it wisely. Absolutely. You know, everybody, you can't say everybody doesn't listen to music, because everybody in some way, shape, form listens right. to music on a daily basis. And Even if it's in an elevator. Even if it's an ele- elevator music, too, and, you know, somehow, <laughs> in some way, you hear it, you relate. To, yeah. you, you, I think people relate more to music than they do to any other uh, format Definitely. in media. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that's a perfect way to reach out to everybody. So that's pretty good. Do you actually write all of your own songs, or do you um, write some, and then some writers, producers come in and they write some, or, or are all these songs basically from you? Yes. Um, to maintain creative freedom, I decided to write and record my first tracks independently with a single producer. Um, I think it's easy to get wrapped up in being a successful top 40 artist, but I'd rather be significant than successful. So I do write everything. You can hear um, when someone is singing that what they wrote and when they did not write it. You know, it's, it's pretty evident. Yeah. And I want my whole artistry to rest on authenticity. So I want people to hear my heart and my message and what I have to say. Um, otherwise, I'm singing someone else's song and I might as well not even be doing it. Absolutely. If it's not you, then it's what, what is it worth to you kind of thing. Right. And then I'm forced to uphold some kind of image forevermore. <laughs> you know, it's about, you know, like, and some people do that with their labels, and other people have creative freedom and they're with their labels. So just to begin with, I want to share who I am and where I stand, and then if a label comes into the game later and, you know, I co-write with someone, as long as I get to still be myself, we'll be good. We'll be set. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. with everything that you're doing, you're writing songs, recording songs, recording the voice for Isabella, um, right, uh, Disney's going to be airing Kent Rock 2 later on this year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're going to be in the Step Up 3D movie. Yes. <laughs> How do you how do you find time to have an outside life? <laughs> 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 like, That's a great it question. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> um, so I don't know if I can. Like... <laughs> I don't know if I can answer that because I don't really know how. <laughs> 
yet. Um, I'm sort of consumed with my work, but I have a great support system, and I do have friends who are involved in this same career, as well as friends who are outside of the business. So I have that balance there. Um, I finished mm -hmm. school when I was 14, so I haven't had that standard classroom environment, which is, I guess, a little disappointing for my mom who, you know, wanted to see me graduate and stuff. But for me, I love what I'm doing. I mean, I'm living my dream every day. So I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Um, yeah. I'm very thankful for the opportunities that I have. And, you know, I do, I make sure that I get my rest every night. I take care of myself. My health is, you know, that's, if I'm not taking care of my health, then I'm I'm ineffective everywhere else. So yeah. I, I kind of use the analogy of when a plane is going down, you have to make sure you secure your own mask before helping others. So I have to make sure that I'm taking care of, you know, my basic needs, but I'm not being selfish, and then the rest of it I'm, you know, I'm able to do with, I guess, some diligence and, and some effectiveness. So I don't know. It's it's busy. My life is really busy, but I love it. I was built for this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, if this is something you love to do, then why stop it? You know what I mean? Go for it exactly. all the way kind of thing. Yeah. So, and I love my it. Mom was, I love uh, it. My mom was an executive meeting planner, so she knows how to schedule. Like, for instance, today we had seven things on the schedule, including interviews, vocal lessons, um, a doctor's appointment. I'm recording Phineas and Ferb, and I forget what else. Um, oh, I'm writing a new song. Just that. Uh, so... <laughs> So, you know, you find time and you have to have a mom who's super mom, and I do, who knows how to schedule everything, so I'm thankful. We have a, a great team going on here. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I mean, at least everything yeah. is keeping in, uh, into perspective. And uh, you pretty much just answered, like, my next question. Like, has, this was something you wanted to do ever since you were a little child, you know, or was it, you know, something you well, fell into randomly kind yeah. of thing? The irony of the situation is I, I started dancing when I was three, and I came out to act in L.A. when I was about seven, but it was always just a hobby. My parents never forced me into anything, which is great. That's why I, I think I have the same passion I did in the beginning, and it's even growing uh, more and more every day. Um, but I, I didn't think this was going to be my career. I didn't grow up wanting to be a superstar. I didn't even know what a superstar was. I was watching TV maybe once a week, and the rest of the time I was outside playing with my friends. So um, I love what I'm doing now, and I do want to make a career out of it, but it's sort of like God just had bigger plans for me, and when I came out here, he was like, oh, hey, here's what you're actually going to be doing, and I was like, oh, hey, that's awesome, let's do it. Absolutely. Do you, <laughs> yeah. do you still get referred to as the girl in the Missy Elliott videos, by the way? I have to ask. You know do it you? all the time, except... It's more specifically the little white girl in pigtails. <laughs> Is that what they say? That's what they say. Oh, man. Yeah. I wasn't that, like, descript oh, I wasn't that descriptive about it. Yeah. But you got to know, I mean, I wore pigtails in every video. And after when I shot movies, they would put me in pigtails just for the recognition. Uh, I don't know. After I did, like, five years' worth of pigtail work, I decided I'm going to start protesting every time a director puts me in pigtails. And I did, <laughs> and I finally got away from it. Could you imagine? Yeah. I would be, like, 25 wearing pigtails. It would be <laughs> awful. 
That is funny. That is yeah. funny because I, I remember your first appearance on the Sweet Like and Zach and Cody. You were in the pigtails. They made the reference of the Missy Elliott videos. Inside yep. joke, obviously. And the Bye. next, this, by the second season, your hair was down. I know. <laughs> we're growing and improving here. Making progress. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even think of it that way until you said it. I was like, you're right. Everything she oh, did yeah. was in pigtails until the second season of Zach and Cody, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. there it is. Yep. yep. <laughs> there it is. Oh mm. my goodness. Oh, I, I envied you though because you were doing those videos with Missy Elliott. She was one of my favorite artists, and and just oh. seeing you doing that, just seeing you doing those things. I mean, you were like how old when you did those videos, and you were able to dance like that. <laughs> Thank Hello. you. Hello. Um, I I worked with Missy. I guess when I was eight years old. Um, and she was very, very gracious, and thankfully, we weren't familiar with her music, so we didn't understand the entire uh, content issue, but she was really oh. gracious. She only played the clean areas of the song when I was performing, and um, my family in Ohio was a little shocked at first because the video was sort of um, ambitious, I will say, when it push the envelope in a few ways creatively, um, but that's Missy for you, and she's such a warm-hearted person, like so gentle-spirited and kind and loving, so it was truly a great a great experience for me. Absolutely, and there's another thing also that uh, we didn't mention, since we're now talking about the dancing, you actually teach hip-hop. I do. Yes, I teach uh, every Friday with my friend Lindsay, um, and we post the videos online so that people all over the world can watch and learn the routines. Um, but she's been teaching since she was 10 years old, and I started assisting when she turned, like, 16 and I was about 12. So we're kind of the tag team duo, and we love it. It's a great uh, safe environment for kids to come um, and learn how to dance, you know, every Friday night. It's kind of like a social night, um, but we just like yeah. providing that environment for them. It's really fun. Absolutely. And if I was on the West Coast, I would, I would, I would watch. <laughs> I would watch it. I would watch it. Or, uh, or, attempt, or attempt to learn with the rest of, of you guys. I don't know. I, I think I'm a pretty good dancer. I, I, I don't want to uh, toot my own horn or anything, but, you know. You're not. You're not. <laughs> wow, you're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, dancing. And then when you come out to L.A., we'll have to go, uh, I don't know, dancing in the street or something. Yeah, we could be on the next season of Dancing with the Stars, right? Yeah, Would maybe. You like Would you, you like to do that? Pro. Uh, well, I actually, I spoke with them um, and my managers about being a potential uh, contestant, but I don't think I would like watching a show where an already professional dancer is participating as someone who doesn't know how to dance. I think that would really bother me. I'm sort of not doing it because of that. Although I'm really not trained in any of the areas that they require. I don't know how to do the foxtrot. I don't know how to do ballroom. But uh, I don't know. I, I guess I would be considered the the celebrity, which then I'm not really a celebrity. So I don't know. I'm kind of in You're not really a celebrity, please. What? Now look oh, who's being God. humble. Let's be honest. Let's... Come on now. Look who Come is now, now being humble. Look who's now being humble. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me clarify, everybody. <laughs> Allison Stoner, not a celebrity, is like me saying right now that I'm not a celebrity. 
Like, I, I could seriously sit here and say that Allison Thurner now being a celebrity is like me saying that I don't like to eat. And yeah. everybody knows in this area that's been on my show that all of my friends, they see me eat. And I can go whole hog. I can shout out. Ooh. Look, I can finish a whole pizza in less than a half an hour. Wow. Wow. Is, I can finish a whole pizza in half an hour and then eat, eat another pizza as dessert. Wow. That's how I can eat. And I'm only 165 you, uh, pounds, six foot. Have you seen uh, the, the beautiful show called Jamie Oliver and the Food Revolution? <laughs> <laughs> you know what he would say about you eating pizzas like that? No, no, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. That is too funny. But <laughs> come on, seriously, you are a celebrity in every way, shape, or form. I mean, especially well, with critics saying that you could take on a lead role of your own instead of having wow. a supporting role. Really? Come on. <laughs> Where did you read that? Thank you. That's <laughs> nice to hear. It's encouraging. It just kind of reiterates the fact that I am doing something that I have potential in, I guess. That's nice. <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, seriously. I mean, you have the chops to do it. Why don't you do it kind of a thing? Well, I yeah, I yeah, and I'm thankful. Like I was gifted in this area for a reason, so I want to do my best to utilize it and, and use the platform that comes with it to, you know, positively affect other people. So I'm I'm excited. I'm very thankful. I'm happy I'm happy, happy, happy. The end. The end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now as I mentioned as I mentioned at the beginning, you are in Camp Rock two alongside yeah. Demi Lovato and the Jonas Brothers. Yes. You did the first one. Mm-hmm. That was your was that your first time working with Demi and the Joe and the Joe Bros? Yes, it was. I actually did not know who the Jonases were until a few weeks before we started shooting. Um, sorry, boys, uh, but they're the sweetest, most genuine guys. And Demi is like talent and a half. Like you can't restrict her voice. It's just so powerful and. It just speaks to millions and millions of people who hear. They're so affected by her her music. Um, And at the time, she wasn't as well-known as she is now, obviously. So I'm really thankful that the movie kind of catapulted her to where she is. Um, And the whole process for Camp Rock was really fun. It was my first movie to combine singing, dancing, and acting, and me actually participating in the singing and music part of it. Um, sadly, mm-hmm. I didn't get to record for the first movie, but the second one, Camp Rock 2, I'm actually on four of the songs. So it's nice. It's a it's a change for me, and I get to dance more. So that comes out this summer, and we're very excited. We're looking forward to it. Any uh, backstage secrets that happened during the filming of this movie, like a little comical goof of blooper, something that we can't see, but you can tell us? Mm-hmm. That's too well, to share. Well, I can tell you that um, Nick and I are sort of the athletes of the group, so this isn't comical, but uh, I got to, uh, you know, play ball with him and, you know, throw frisbees and just kind of play every sport. Um, He's so athletic and so talented. And then uh, Demi, um, her aunt was going to lunch and a bee flew in her mouth and stung the roof of her mouth. So that's. Yeah, but again, it's weird. Um, and then what's another story? Oh yes, we have one more. Um, I we had to do three weeks of night shoots, so the weather was about 30 degrees, and we were in summer clothes. 
and uh, one of our co-stars was sick, and she had to, it started raining, and she had to perform her entire song, um, like, down glass steps, like, without slipping. So the whole shoot was actually very challenging this time around, but we loved it. It was a great way for us to grow closer to each other because we were sort of forced to, you know, it's nighttime, you can't call your friends at lunch, so you, you bond <laughs> with who you're with, and it was really great. We loved it. We're that much closer because of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You just said you were like the athletic group of the bunch. That must mean you do well in the Disney Channel All-Stars thing that they do every summer then, right? Oh, the DC Games. The DC I, I Games. I once, but oof, that was where I lived. I was so in my element because I've grown up playing just about every sport. So not to say like I was, you know, the all-American athlete, but I enjoy them all. So I have that hunger to win. I'm very competitive. And um, mm-hmm. just to be able to participate in that, it was great. Um, and I was on the team with Demi, and <laughs> I remember her, like, pulling out her makeup compact and fixing her makeup while I was trying to win the game. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, night and day. Like, <laughs> Demi's getting lip gloss, and I'm trying to beat all these guys single-handedly. Awesome. That is funny. She's, she's, she's beautifying herself up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's beautifying herself up, and you're out there just, you know, just, hey, look at me. I'm right now competing against everybody else here. Why am right. I not putting on the lip gloss and everything? Right, exactly. <laughs> I know, and I remember people, like, we were given the opportunity to maybe put on, um, you know, makeup, get our hair done before we're on camera, obviously. But when I met with the makeup in, in the wardrobe people, I was just like, can you keep it simple? Like, it's going to get really dirty. I'm going to have dirt all over and bruises. Just don't even worry about it. So they kept it super sweet, super simple. And, like, I remember walking out, and all of the other girls were beautiful. Like, they were fully, like, glowing, and it looked like they had bronzer, like, tan skin all of a sudden. And I'm like, uh, I thought we were here to play sports. So (laughs) I was the odd man out, but I was totally into it. Like, I'm from Ohio. Like, you you don't worry about what you look like when you're on the court. You go out there to win, you know? That's exactly right. You just tell you just cracked me up here because I, I now have a completely different view of this whole thing now with the DC game. <laughs> it's yeah. not, I, I seriously, as soon as the summer hits and they start airing news again, I'm seriously gonna look on my television screen and go, Hmm, now which mm-hmm. one of these girls spent so much time in the makeup room right. and who is actually here just to play the game? Allison. Right. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, we didn't. We're we're not going to be doing any more of the DC games, but they have, I guess, ideas for another type of thing. So you won't get to Aww. see us battling to win, but you know you can watch Kid Rock too. That'll be on the Disney Channel and Step Up 3D. There's battles in that, but they're just dancing. They're still really they're dancing. super cool in 3D. I must say. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. I I did see Step Up one. I did not okay. see the second Step Up. I I actually did not either until I knew I was doing the third. So I forgive you. You're forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> so now that means I have to watch the second one in order to watch the third one, I guess. Right. But it yeah. actually is It's really good. It's like watching one full-length music video. And the director has a great eye. Um, John Chu is like a total visionary. And I know he has this huge following on YouTube with his LXD dance crew. Um, a lot of those yeah. people are in Step Up 3D. Um, I'm going to say practically all of them. Um, and 
just like filming in 3D and having such a talented director, like you, when you see the third one, oh, I can't wait for it. It comes out August 6th. Um, I don't get to dance much in it, but the other dancing, it, I really, I can't put it into words. It's amazing. Like people are so gifted and talented on that set. You just, you feel so honored to be in the presence of them when you're there. Like that's how amazing they are. Now, who who is in this uh, in the 3D movie? Who who's going to be starring off the? Well, I in in my storyline, I play um, the best friend of Moose, who's the main character of the second one. So you will have to see the second to understand that. Um, and then mm. the two the other storyline going on simultaneously is uh, two completely new characters. So two completely new actors. Um, Sharni Vincent is from. Uh, Australia, and I think she's on a soap opera there, so she hasn't really gained um, popularity in the U.S. yet, but she's going to make her splash in August, and I, I know she's going to do awesome. And then um, Rick uh, Malambri is the lead guy, and, you know, he's one of those poster dudes. He's just beautiful, and he has a, a great personality, and so th- those are the two leads. And then the dancers are, like, all of the most well-known, so you think you can dance dancers and people who have mm-hmm. competed in national competitions, we're talking the best of the best. And they're all in one movie. We had 250 dancers, the most. 200? Uh, yeah. Wow. It's the record for, for dancing, for dance movies. So it's fun. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's killer. I, I don't know. I would be very intimidated if I was around 250 dancers like that dancing around me. I wouldn't know what to do with myself. It's. It is intimidating because I don't get to train much, and these people dance hours and hours every day. So it was a good challenge for me. I had to get back into it and really push myself. I had to step up. Mm. Yeah, and step up, henceforth the name of the movie. (laughs) Exactly. Had to get that plug in there. Yeah, you had to. It's still, it's it's just, wow. I don't know how you muster it. (laughs) But uh, that's just me. You have the you have the chops. That's why you are the actor, the dancer, the singer. I'm just a radio host interviewing people. And I couldn't interview people probably to save my life. So I commend you, and I think you're great. And you've made this very very enjoyable for me. Some of the other interviews are really hard to do. So thank you for being you. I look. There is no other way to be but yourself. If you try to be Amen. something you're not, if you try to be something you're not, then that's bad. That's 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 totally the. It's not comfortable. Yeah. It's not for comfortable sure. for yourself, your guests, your listeners. Mm-hmm. So I advise all those other uh, listeners who aspire to be hosts, who are hosts, be yourself. Mm-hmm in everything that you're doing. You don't even have to be a host to be yourself. Just no, whatever you're no. doing, be yourself. If you are an Allison Stoner, if you are an Ashley Tisdale, if you are a Joe Bro, if you are Oprah, even, I'll even go, hi, I'll, I'll say Oprah. No matter what, <laughs> who you are, be yourself. That's, it. Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. And, and each person is kind of gifted uniquely for what their purpose is. So if you're trying to walk in someone else's shoes, they're never going to fit. You have to walk in your own, and that's going to be your niche. That's where you fit, and that's where it's uh, you're going to shine the brightest. So just, you know, keep doing what you do, and that's what, you know, I aim to do with my music. I always want people to think that 
when they're listening to me, they're getting a deeper look into who I am as opposed to putting on a facade and um, holding some kind of image and, you know, being some kind of idol or icon. I want people to know who I am so they feel comfortable telling me who they are. And I think that kind of opens the door of communication uh, for music. So that's you nailed it. Everything you said, that's what I want for my music and for every area of my life. Absolutely. Make sure you guys go to iTunes, download her premiere single. Yes. Flash forward. Today. No, flying forward. Today. Flying forward. Why do I have flash forward in my description for some reason? It's like sitting there in my description right there. Um, I'm going to have to fix that. (laughs) But, um, yes, flying forward on iTunes. Where else can they find you besides um, TV? Is there any other way they can connect with you online? Yes. um, I have a Facebook account. It's facebook.com slash Allison Stoner and myspace.com slash Allison Stoner. And then my YouTube is youtube.com slash therealallisonstoner. Um, and then my official website is just allisonstoner.com. And then I have no Twitter, but I do have a Say Now number, so you can call in and it goes straight to my phone, and um, you can leave a message and I can call you back and talk to you. And that number is one four one nine three two nine four seven eight zero. Or you can go on SayNow.com and find the number. So that's how they can stay in touch. Absolutely. So we heard it here first. She has no Twitter. So all those Allison Stoners that are on Twitter, they're not her. Nope. They are not. So please do not believe them. Please, please, please you, be safe. No, you, heard it, you heard it from her, her own mouth. Allison Stoner has no Twitter. And there's like ten of them. Yeah, is there? I'm not kidding. There's about ten of them on there that has... Allison Stoner Twitter and has like over 14,000 followers on it. I'm just like, hmm. Oh, no. Well, hopefully 14,000 people are listening right now and they all go tell each other and realize that they're believing the wrong one and then they'll delete it. We'll we'll, we'll rectify that. We'll make sure that gets rectified. (laughs) But I appreciate you spending the last 30 minutes with us on this show. It was great having you here. Love to have you back on any time. Well, thank you. Thank you. Maybe for my next single. Hey. Absolutely. I would love that. All right. Well, thank you very much. Have a good rest of the day. You too. Thank you very much. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Allison Starner, everybody. Wonderful, wonderful girl. Love having her on here for the past 20 minutes. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to our second show of the day. Back to back two shows. Heisinger Stoner. Check them out in our archives, www.buzzworthyradio.net. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash Radio. Simple? I think so. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Just or just go to Facebook and just type in Buzzworthy Radio. You'll find our page. There is a group for Buzzworthy Radio, but I'm not using it anymore. I'm just referring everybody to the fan page since that's where I'm the most active of the two. So join the fan page more so than the group. Join the fan page more so than the group. But we're going to be back tomorrow. We have two shows tomorrow. Our first one will be with Ricky Paul Golden. That's right. Ricky Paul Golden will be joining us tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific time. We're going to be chatting about his new show, Seeing vs. Believing, which is set to air on TLC May 2nd, at 8 p.m. with a repeat at 11 p.m. Eastern 
Standard Time. And then at 8 p.m. tomorrow, we're going to have our Soap Chat discussion show. So make sure you guys tune in for that as well, where we're going to talk about everything that you wish to talk about on all your favorite daytime dramas. But for now, I'm signing off. I'm Navelle J. Lee, making sure you guys get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. We'll see you guys next time. Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows, and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy.